Clovercrest Media Group is proud to present season two of Sticky Beak. He threatened to kill her, you know. He said it out loud. He said, I will kill you. She did not believe him. I think the circumstances were dubious about her disappearance because she had run away several times prior. She told me he hasn't told a soul. The man driving the car, whoever he was, nobody's ever said a peep. It was never talked about again, even between the two of them. And I'm not sure those two even saw each other after this. In a no-body case, you generally need time and seclusion to dispose of the body. She told me that he's been lying. He lied about this whole thing. In his own mind, he probably does love her in a way we would consider particularly sick or twisted. But I think in his own mind, he does love her. She felt like she was climbing the walls, which isn't a phrase that a kid would use, but that's what she's telling me. Like she felt like she was almost trapped. She said she was trying to look for a way out. I won't go into detail, but I would say you're hot. Subscribe to Sticky Beak wherever you listen to podcasts. Hello, everybody. It's Friday. We know where we're at. We're back. We're we're here speaking a real, uh, what is it, Um, our 12th show? Show 12. Show 12. Look at that. Show 12. You know, the past 12 shows, we've been doing a lot of politics, a lot of social. Yeah, social issues, societal issues. Media, you know, politics. media. My uh, my one-on-one time with Carlos as my right. um, counseling with Carlos. That's right. my, you know, counseling <laughs> with Carlos. You know, but um, this week we decided to uh, change it up a little bit and come with um, cryptocurrencies. You know, we so, um, yeah. we're we're bringing in uh, Cliff Faring. I hope I'm pronouncing the last names correctly. And uh, Matt, I'm gonna be honest, I. Not going to try to pronounce your last name because I don't want to kill it. You know, they had their podcast, uh, GM, GDMS podcast, which is on Wednesdays. Guys, thank you for coming to the show. Welcome. You know, we're Thanks here. Thanks for having us. Welcome I- to Speaking It Real. This is basically just a, a, a giant conversational podcast. We don't pretend to be experts. We don't pretend to be know-it-alls. We have our perspectives. We have our ideas on things. We discuss and we heavily involve the comment section. That's kind of what makes us different from a lot of other podcasts. And uh, I think it just keeps it fresh and fun. Where we, the motto for the show is always to learn how to converse. I mean, I, like like Frank said, we deal with a lot of politics and society societal issues, and <clears throat> we've recognized that for the most part, a lot of Americans have just stopped talking. And so I'm like, no, dude, let's just show them how to talk. Like seriously, it's a it's a show about how to converse. It's pretty sad that we've gotten this far, <laughs> but that's yes. what we're doing. <laughs> yeah, and and work, thank you. That's and then also the, on the top right-hand corner, we have uh, Carlos Cuesta. He's been on here before. You know, he's just uh, a guest that comes on and helps us shoot the shit for a little while. He's just Let's a guest. Welcome, Carlos. <laughs> just a guest. So apparently, Frank, so we can uh, 
uh, work our way into our subject. Frank has been uh, te teasing the idea of investing in crypto. It's been on his mind. He's been asking himself questions, talking to people. He even put some money into it from what I understand. And yet, like many, and I'm going to probably safely say a large majority of people who are investing in crypto, he has no idea what it is. And that's okay. Absolutely. That's okay. Crypto is relatively, uh, I mean, it's 13 years old, but uh, it's still a brand new thing. Ideas are coming out left and right. Projects are coming out left and right. Scams are coming out left and right. I mean, there's just so many things going on with crypto um and even i look i've i've been trading at, since 17 and i've i've dealt with scams i've dealt with hacks i've made money i lost a ton of money if anybody was investing prior to prior to 18 you lost money <laughs> so so i've seen it all I've seen it all. I, I understand the volatility of the beast, but I still believe in what it is, what it's trying to do, and where it's going to go. And not just so much for me. I mean, you know, we're already in the upper echelons of our lives. We're, we're, we're way past 50%. So I think I'm also kind of investing and preparing for my kids too with crypto. Um. But there's still a lot to learn and projects are just coming out left and right and and the purposes for projects are coming out left and right you don't know what to do there's so much research it's overwhelming which is why we have these two wonderful gentlemen here with us tonight because again we don't pretend to be experts and maybe they don't either but we can safely say they know more than we do so <laughs> <laughs> so cliff and i'm sorry i, I don't have the names on the screen matt matt Matt. Yeah. Okay, Cliff and Matt. <clears throat> so, um, go ahead. Yeah. So, I mean, uh, I don't think we're gonna. We're not experts. Experts the way like compared to us, you are. <laughs> <laughs> but um, you're probably sitting here thinking, okay, why are a couple marketing people talking about cryptocurrency? Um, to be honest, you know what happened. What's happening right now across the world? is that everything is being digitized at a really, really high rate, right? right. Um, and the COVID-19 pandemic has really revved that up to a very high level. Like, it's almost like ripping an imaginary Band-Aid off and saying, okay, you guys were slowly getting into di di digitization and here we are, now we are. Now we're in a, in a time where you have to be more digital than you ever needed to before. And we're probably never gonna go back to that. Um, but prior to the, the pandemic, um, the money was being digitized. And it's been a dream of computer nerds everywhere um, prior to it actually becoming a, a reality in 2008 um, for 20, 30 years. So there was always this thought process that we would get to a point where there's digital currency instead of a piece of paper. Now, I mean, if you think about that in layman's terms right there, I mean, a dollar bill is only as much as we dub it to be, you know? And you can think about it like 50 years ago, a dollar bill was worth more than it is today. today it's, been, yeah. it's been, 
you know, and that's because of inflation, deflation, all of those different and excessive um, printing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, excessive printing and <laughs> all that fun stuff. But uh, what really, if you want to get to the nitty gritty of what crypto is, it's the technology that got crypto to become a reality, and that's blockchain. Um, and blockchain is a very, very, very confusing thing to explain to anybody. Um, and I don't know, Matt, do you want to give a technical yeah, sure. kind of yeah. like, I do a technical one and then I'll kind of break it down in layman terms. <laughs> yeah, because I mean, I'll give it. It, it, it's just a confusing technology just because there's a lot that goes into it. But once you kind of understand how it operates, then it should be, it shouldn't be something that's so overwhelming. It's just a I lot. I have a vague idea, uh, just just so you understand, or at least I'll I'll put down a little bit of what I know, <clears throat> and and then you can tell me how on or off the mark I am. Okay. So as a proficient miner, <laughs> I understand that coins are built off of er uh, algorithms. These algorithms are different. They are based off of codes and formulas and basically that is how the blocks are born or broken down. I'm not sure which, uh, but just the amount of coding involved in this currency is insane, which is what brings a lot of the security to it and um, how the blockchain works so simple when it comes to transaction recording is something I'd like to learn a little bit about too, but yeah, there's a ton of math involved in this. And when I say math, I don't mean just basic algebra. We're talking about computers with super processors that still take minutes to figure something out just to break into something or, or solve something. And oh, it is mind bending. Help me out here. <laughs> yeah, sure. So, I mean, I think the the simplest way to think about, um, you know, blockchain <laughs> and cryptocurrency, it's just, a, you know, another way to store the data. Right. Um, and, you know, I mean, there's lots of different ways. I mean, if you think about like, you know, if we're talking about currency, you know, when you go to your bank and make a deposit, you know, they give you a receipt. But, you know, the banks is, is the one that's keeping track of, you know, your deposits, your withdrawals, you know, all that stuff. I mean, you can keep your own ledger, but, you know, they're keeping, you know, the, the official ledger. Um, and really what. Uh, you know, blockchain does is it, it decentralizes um, that control. So it's not just, you know, one entity or, or um, you know, if we're talking about information in general, like a server, um, you know, where all that information is being stored, it's spread out among different computers, um, you know, individual, you know, keeping each keeping, a, you know, the same ledger um, account. And that that's what makes it um, that's what makes it safe. Uh, you know, for people to use, um, you know, safer than, you know, something else where, you know, if we're talking about like one server, like if a server gets hacked, all that information is accessible. Um, that's why like when you hear about um, like these big hacks that take place and they say, oh, you know, like two million people's information was taken. That's because it's all in one place. Um, so it makes it easy for, you know, if somebody can get into that system through a backdoor or hack. Um, you right, know, right. That information. <clears throat> wow. And so I think between that and the idea of happy, having the ledger be perfectly open and visible <clears throat> to all who use a currency eliminates the 
vagaries and the hidden activities of the financial world, which is why, uh, Frank, <clears throat> governments and banks hate. They don't like this. They're trying to figure out how they can make money from it, of course. That's, that's what they're going to do. But they don't like this because the people, which is why I know a lot of times I do say that, you know, when you let the private market and the people figure it out, they will. Um, people are figuring out <clears throat> how to wrestle away financial power from the big institutions and they can't stand it. So when I got word of crypto and I did my fair share of homework, just the mere concept of removing power from big banks and government, I was in. It, it doesn't take much for me. Those are magic words for me. Like, what? We're going to take what from who? Take my money. <laughs> oh, and, and to speak to your... Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, no, go ahead. Go ahead. I was going to say, to speak to your point, too, about... Um, we talk about the computing power that you need to right. you know, run these uh, you know, increasingly complex math equations. Um, I mean, that's all part of, I think, behind the, if we're talking about like something like Bitcoin, um, you know, making that mining process, you know. Oh yeah, it's it, horrible now. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's a security thing. And then that's also a scarcity thing. Um, mm -hmm. And I know we talked about this a little bit before, um, before the show. Um, but the reason why, you know, you because you don't want to make like to get a coin, make it so easy, you know, um, you know, there has to be like a, you know, there's got to be work, right? Yeah, there's got to be <laughs> yeah. work. Or otherwise, yeah, it's, you yeah. Know, and um, I could speak to that a little bit, um, and also break it down a little bit more in a little bit easier to digest information, right? So, if everyone in this call right now were each had a version of a Google Doc, and we're all making edits to the Google Doc, and there was a ledger tracking everyone's edits, right? Um, how this would look in blockchain is that if Cliff, myself, made the first move, it would record my first move. And then the next line on the ledger would show Carlos uh, making a move, but it would record my move first and then Carlos's move. And then the third line would show Cliff made a move, Carlos made a move, then Frank made a move, and then so on and so forth. So each time there's more information that's added it's added to the end of the block. So if we got to a point where the block is millions of blocks long and some sort of a hacker wanted to hack into that block, they would have to go and change thousands and thousands and thousands of blocks, which makes it really, really hard to do because, because it's decentralized, it's not all in one location. Everyone has a copy of that ledger. Mm -hmm. There's like a crowdsourcing <laughs> effect. Where if my ledger is made, is uh, corrupt somehow, um, everyone else that has that same ledger will notice that my ledger's corrupt. Right. So that kind of keeps it, keeps it more, uh, even more secure than it ever was before that. And then on top of that, there's also a layer of anonymity um, that goes with it as far as um, every time that I make a move with Carlos, it's not going to show that I made a move with Carlos. It's not even going to show that Cliff made a move with Carlos. It's going to show that, you know, whatever, you know, surname or whatever made a move, with, made a move, not necessarily right. with Carlos. Um, and an easy way to like 
think about that in your head is if I gave everyone my phone number, um, but you didn't know it was my phone number, that's just a, you know, seven numbers in a row. You don't know what the seven numbers mean. But if I give you, you know, the phone book and you can look up the, the numbers, you can figure out that it's me. So um, the an anonymity is important. And it's also why, like, I know you, you don't think governments at a very high level are, are using it, but they, they do use it. <laughs> I mean, they don't like the fact that the public is turning to it. See, for example, and I had asked this uh, earlier, uh, like coins come out in limited supply. <clears throat> well, what's the one thing our government likes to do with the dollar? Print the crap out of it. <laughs> yeah. You can't do that with these coins. That limits their power. Uh, they use it, though, of course. They're going to find a way to, to, to make money from it. That, that they're going to do. But they, it's usually used for, like, um, it's it's really popular to use on, like, dark web and stuff like that. That's um, one of the negatives I've heard, yeah. Yeah, mm -hmm. and because criminals are going to use that. Uh, mm -hmm. because it's anonymous, right? It's anonymous, so, right. Yeah, so you can do things that are shady with that money because there, it doesn't attach Carlos to the money that's being used or Cliff to the money that's being used. And it's been used to get around government sanctions by Russia. And um, Iran, I think, too, yeah. Yeah, so there, it, you know, there's a lot of good that's going to come from this, but there's also, with everything, there's bad. Like everything um, in life, yeah. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> I mean, at its purest form, it's supposed to be a, there's no intermediary. So there's no bank. There's no, it's supposed to be your transaction with another person, um, mm -hmm. you know, at its core, yeah. um, which is why, you know, banks don't like it, um, you know, because they can't make money off of it, um, right. so, at least right now. So yeah, they'll figure something out. <laughs> they'll come up yeah, with their own coin. Just, Eventually, that's yeah. what they'll do. They'll come up with Wells Fargo coin and, 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 and th they'll do it that way. They'll figure I that out. I could we'll definitely see that, that one day. I mean, decentralization I do, I, is a beautiful word, man. But I, I'll tell yeah. you. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, 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 Carlos. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, go, Carlos. No, it, it, decentralization is a beautiful word, but I, I do think they're going to try. The governments are going to try to, you know, get their their sticky fingers in there and, and do their thing. Um, or at but, least limit public use. I know they've always tried to come up with some kind of sanction. I know, for example, uh, the SEC tried to put the brakes on Ripple for a while. Oh yeah. I mean. I know they're, they're, they're always going to try to come up with legislation because again, it, it, it kind of takes away from their power to multiply dollars for whatever project or whatever it is they want to fund. Lord knows, but you can't do that. If you want to use Bitcoin, there's only 21 million, figure it out. <laughs> on the and technical so, side, on the technical <clears throat> side, using the, the Ethereum blockchain, I like, I have some Ethereum. Right now, the gas fees for that are just like Ethereum. outrageously <laughs> high. I mean, well, okay. No, that's just me. Though. Do you think? Do yeah. you think they're gonna come? Do you th well, do you think they're gonna come up with some sort of solution for that to drop them? Because I mean, they're ridiculous. I mean, a couple crowdfunding. Um, you know, one of I'm, I do Forsage, and I'm, I have a couple other Tron case and whatnot. Man, Forsage right now is ridiculously high. You can't even do Ethereum. Thank God, I I I do have some and. And did well in it, to be honest with you. But right now, you don't even touch that. They're going to Binance chain. So I do, I do have a question, though, with regards to the ledger. <clears throat> uh, Frank, just so you know, a lot of times uh, when you have a coin, 
There's two places you can keep it. The exchange, which is a no-no. I learned that the hard way. <laughs> I learned wallet. that the hard way. Or you get a wallet. Now, you have wallets, uh, a lot of them. It's gotten better, I'll be honest with you. Since, since I started in 17, there's a lot more mobile options where you can store your coin pretty safely in, <clears throat> in some of the mobile apps like Coinbase and stuff like that. We'll get into that later. Or you can just get a standard wallet for the coin itself. So if you want to get Bitcoin, you download a Bitcoin wallet, you send it to the Bitcoin wallet, and it is as secure as it's going to be. One of the problems, though, and I'm wondering if either of you gentlemen know of any kind of resolution down the pike to this, is that when you download a wallet, you also download the ledger. And that is like 80 gigs of just info. We're talking... You, this will take hours, if not a day, <laughs> to download. And you're like, shit. <laughs> yeah, it's it's definitely a, um, like it's a data heavy. I, I mean, I think it's interesting because you think about like 20 years ago, um, you know, you wouldn't have been able to do this because, you know, we didn't have the we kind didn't of have hard drives. Yeah. Right. So, I mean, I, I think those kind of things will resolve themselves as, you know, technology um, evolves. Um, I don't know if you know something. I mean, it's it's you know. Here's the thing with technology, right? Technology, by scientific law, changes every eighteen months, right? Uh, and that's if if you uh, I can't remember what the law's name off the top of my head. I, I know what you're talking about too, but, but I forgot the name. It, yeah. Basically, a scientist went out and looked at uh, how many circuits would how would double how you know what was the amount of time that they would double on a transistor um and it, it turned out that every 18 months it would exponentially grow right. so technology exponentially grows every 18 months mm -hmm. um and i say all that because people have been trying to compress data and uh compress everything that you do on a computer for a long long time mm -hmm. so what's happening at this point of in 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 our evolution in technology is that a lot of the stuff that people have been working on for years and years and years are f finally coming to fruition. And a lot of times um, when you think about exponential growth, um, it is really the easiest way to kind of conceptualize it because humans have a really hard time of conceptualizing exponential growth is if there was a faucet in the middle of a field, you guys are in Miami, so you know where the dolphins play. It's a and, giant faucet, yeah. Yeah, the giant <laughs> faucet, but it, it's, it's dripping one drip by one drip by one drip. <clears throat> right. So if we're just thinking linear, linearly, if it's dripping mm -hmm. one drip by one drip, you can picture how long that would take, right? You know, it, it would probably take a long time to fill that stadium all the way up to the top, right? right. Whereas if you're doing it exponentially, it's one drip, then it's two drips, two drips. and then it's four, four drips, and then it's eight. So just take a wild guess at where where it would be full in, in a timeline. Uh, 30 years? No. It takes 45 minutes, roughly, yeah, 40, to 45 fill minutes. the entire stadium. Yeah. <clears throat> and then that's by why... multiplying like that, yeah. And I say all that because... It's just important to know exponential growth. It takes, it, you never know when it's going to hit you. Mm -hmm. So the people have been working on technology like this for a long, 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 long time. I mean, the, the amount of commu computing power 
that you have in your cell phone or your iPhone, your Apple, or whatever phone you have, <clears throat> was is powerful enough to have gotten a human being to the actual moon in the in the sixties or seventies, whatever that was. Right. Um, and that was 30, 40 years ago. Now we have it just sitting in our pockets. Sitting in our pockets, right. <laughs> and that's, I mean, and that's part of the size issue. I mean, we can now fit that much amount of computing power into a cell phone that fits in our pocket. But there's definitely people out there trying to figure out the algorithm to, to make computing power, you know, to the point where you know, it takes less time to download stuff and, um, you know, small enough to where it's, so compact it doesn't take as much time you know and something that wasn't around when or at least wasn't as um ubiquitous as is now like um when you think about like a cloud computing like how right. much stuff that we do on the cloud and how much we store there um you know so i mean that could be something that potentially you could see um but again you come into problems with you know um security you know when you start storing stuff you know mm -hmm. stuff it's not yeah, there's a yin yang to everything. There's a yin yep. <laughs> for every yin, there's a yang. So right. let's try to break it down now into a more base level conversation for the young investor <clears throat> or person who's just trying to get into it. Uh, briefly, let's tackle mining. So, Frank, have you heard the term mining? Um, no, all right. So, essentially, people use their computers or some form of computer hardware, usually a video card or some kind of GPU, they apply a formula to it that allows them to mine a coin. The thing about mining is mining, if I'm, gentlemen, correct me up, this way I understand it. Mining is a process that is used to verify transactions on the blockchain. As your computer solves the equations to verify the transaction, you are essentially rewarded by that coin. So it's, you're basically making money. That's Naturally, it. the give and take, however, is are you making enough for the amount of money or amount of electricity you're using, right? <clears throat> so, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so uh, you know, the good thing about crypto is there are ways to actually earn crypto without really working, but you are going to pay for it somehow, some way. Now, there are projects that are getting around that, and we'll touch base on that later. Um Gentlemen, at this point in the game, though, uh, is it is it worth mining, even on a philosophical level? For like, for example, I own a tiny little miner. It's like about no bigger than a GameCube, if you remember what those were, <laughs> and uh, it mines script. Uh, I mine Verge. Does not it? It was designed beautifully by by Apollo, a company in California, and uh, it is mining. A great amounts of verge i've made a good amount of money with it um however you know you you do have to pay a decent amount of money up front it was like 3.99 and i've made more than roi i am good so at this Perfect. but philosophically when you mine you are also supporting the ledger you're supporting cryptocurrency you're supporting decentralized uh, decentralization so at this point in the game do you think it's worth people trying to get into mining I think it depends on what, you know, currency, you know, you're, you're talking about, you know, I mean, I think like, if you look at like, um, and just look at like, you know, the, like Bitcoin being the original, you know, I know that it's become increasingly, it takes increasingly more and more to get 
rewarded for it. Right. Um, oh, so yeah. Let me let me just touch on that for Frank. So Frank, naturally, and I believe we touched on that in the pre-show, the way it kind of works is there's this thing called difficulty. <clears throat> I don't understand the formula of difficulty, and I'm not going to get into it. However, <laughs> it's basically easy to say the more value the coin gets or the more valuable a coin becomes, the difficulty of the coin rises, which means you get smaller and smaller pieces of the coin for doing the same thing. Uh, yep. That's kind of the way I understand it. All right, Matt, I apologize. I just yeah. wanted to tell you. No, no, that's, no, that's spot on. So, I, I mean, <clears> I think like it depends on, you know, what currency you're talking about. But like you said, it does help, you know, validate the ledger. So you are supporting it. So I think if you're an investor in it, it's worth, you know, doing at some level. How intense, um, you know, I mean, I think that's <laughs> yeah. for the individual. Yeah. Terms, you know, it's gotten it better, is. though. I think the market is coming up with more uh, eco-friendly ways. That's one of the drawbacks on crypto, right. or at least one of the knocks, Frank. Uh, you know, if you're someone who's worried about the environment, mining crypto takes a ton of electricity. It takes a lot of energy. I mean, I used to just run my PC, and I had two video cards, two GPUs in there, I didn't think it was that big a deal. And then I got the next month's electric bill. I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> this might be a little more than I bargained for. Uh, but they're coming out with more efficient ways of doing it. And so the way I see it, I do it. I mine. I am mining every day with my little machine. I did research. I found a machine that is eco-friendly. My electric bill has not, I'm not going to say it hasn't gone up. That's impossible, but I haven't noticed. I really haven't noticed. And yet, yeah. I get good, uh, a good, good amount of hash for it, and <clears throat> in a year, it's mined me a ton of verge. So, you know, do some research. But if you support decentralization, you will look into mining, and and you'll try to get it done. And again, Frank, it's it's a great way to just earn crypto effortlessly. Once you make your return of investment, you have right. a secure wallet. It just dumps it right in there automatically. Yeah. Boom, 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 and 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 you're supporting the ledger. So, um. Yeah, I guess I guess at this point though, you just need to decide what kind of coin you want. Bitcoin is impossible. I mean, it's not that it's impossible. You just need like a wall, a factory of these vacuum cleaners to, to, to maybe make five bucks. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, and and your next electric bill is gonna be like twice your car payment. Just don't. <laughs> don't bother. But I do recommend you look into mining, Frank. We can talk about that. Yeah, uh, I'll show you some. I'll show you some machines out there that are that are that are good and worth the money. Uh, do you guys mind, by the way? I do not. You do not, Cliff? Uh, no, I'm. I do not. not this no, way. it's okay. I mean, for many, investing is the way to go, and that's fine. Um, now let's I talk just, a little bit about. I'm sorry. I just drop money where they tell me to. I'm like, right. Right. Hey, okay. And that's, that's here, a lot of people do that too. There. A lot of people do that too. But you know, I believe in the ledger. I believe in the decentralization. I believe in bringing the power to the people, which is, to me, what crypto is in a large sense. Absolutely. So I'm going to mine. It's cool. I'll do it. <laughs> cool. I'll validate ledgers all day. Um, let's talk about security uh, in the sense of where to put your money. Uh, now, I, I touched on this earlier. One thing about crypto that has been difficult yet it is getting easier and more accessible, is where to put it. <clears throat> Again, we can put the wallet. We can use the wallet, which will take up three-fourths th you know, three of your hard drive. You can leave it on the exchange, which is good and bad for two reasons. I'll get into that in a minute. Or 
you know, some mobile apps are coming out. And I think I'm maybe hoping you guys have some knowledge on the security behind some of the apps people are using. But here's what I know, Frank. One thing about the crypto market is <clears throat> the volatility. Uh, you can, if you have uh, X amount of coins, you can be up 2,000 one day and down 3,000 the next. It's, it's that crazy of a market. What I learned or one of my frustrations since 2017 is when you have your coins securely put away in wallets, good for you. That's great. But when you want to get it out of the wallet, into the exchange, wait for the exchange, hit sell, <laughs> and then finally get your coin sold, you've probably yep. lost $500 just <laughs> waiting. It and so that's and so then the other problem is if you leave it on the exchange and you a lot of people what they do is let's say I own a thousand Litecoin. I bought in at a hundred dollars and I put in a sell order for twice the amount and it sits there. And then like happened, like what happened with Cryptopia, someone hacks it and all of a sudden your coins are 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 in trouble, they're probably gone. Who knows? So leaving it on the exchange is never a good idea either. So, gentlemen. Uh, what are your recommendations for storage? And as far as the mobile app market that's coming out now, I know we have like Coinbase. I use Coinbase. I use Crypto.com. Uh, I've also come across some other ones. There are more coins now available to trade on. What are some of your thoughts on these mobile apps and the coins that are available and their security? So I, I think um, <laughs> as far as... The, the most secure place you're ever going to have your crypto is where the crypto, you know, lives and breathe, breathes, right? So if you have Bitcoin, um, Bitcoin in, in itself is going to be the most secure place that it can live. Anytime you take it out of there, you're going to risk being hacked because you're losing um, any of that stability and security that is created through the, through the blockchain. So right? you're talking like the Bitcoin wallet. Yeah. So, okay, right. you know, um, you know, but um, so the blockchain is always going to be the most stable place. And you were telling us how you had taken some money out and then the wallet got hacked itself. There's no perfect. I mean, we could it was the, here. It was the, wait, let me just clarify. It was the yeah. exchange. It was the exchange that got hacked. Okay. So the exchange <laughs> got right, hacked. The wallet. Yeah. Yeah. And the exchange. So what happened is when you took the money out and was sitting in the exchange, the exchange got hacked and all your money was taken away. Yeah. That wouldn't have happened if it was still in the blockchain, right? Right. It right. could still may maybe happen in your wallet, right? Now, I think the ultimate answer is, um, you know, Elon Musk right now is starting to accept Bitcoin as payment for cars. So as, and this is going to happen over time. And the only <laughs> way this will happen is if everyone learns like the people that are watching us right now about how secure blockchain is is that people need to to believe in the technology that makes the crypto coin work and then more people will move over to crypto coins whatever it is your bitcoin your dogecoin your whatever the coin is you're using right um mm -hmm. and the the <clears throat> biggest gap to that and the only thing that's preventing that is people don't understand it, right? right. So the more right. people understand the technology, the more they'll start to use it. And then it'll become more and more acceptable as a form of actual payment because that's the ultimate goal. Um, and I think 
you know, you look at things where blockchain was used for 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 good purposes. Um, they they always tend to take away the blockchain because people don't understand it. Like uh, I'll use because since you guys talk about like social issues and stuff like that, um, West Virginia was using blockchain to actually have votes, um, and it's a Imagine. very secure. It's a very, very, very secure way to That vote. would be great. <laughs> yeah. Um, because the technology is very secure and the ledger is never going to change, right? We've all, we talked about all the security features that it has. Um, however, they took it away. And I guarantee the reason they took that away was because people thought it was probably not safe because they didn't understand the technology behind it. So, um, it's really i think the thing is it's just and you know what probably some of the politicians didn't like that that was just making it easier and more accessible to to actually vote right um yeah wow (laughs) people could actually vote from their phone and don't have to stand in a line and wait um i mean ultimately if you ever wanted to uh to to get rid of the power that politicians have you would let everyone vote from your phone you know, invest <laughs> so, select a date and, and vote on anything that goes through and then they have to listen to you the way you voted right oh wow yes some some countries have actually used um blockchain to do like overseas votes for because it's obviously I mean, especially like, after what like happened the last election. Could you imagine a blockchain like a ledger? Like, look, it is there. there there's yeah. no fun, There's no arguing. It's right there. Yeah. Oh, that'd be great. Yeah. <laughs> so, and it, it, sure. it is interesting kind of the, the people like Cliff said, um, you know, because they don't understand it. But I mean, in a way, because blockchain is, is kind of like a um, it's kind of like a two factor authentication like that you do with like a password i mean because it's oh, it, yeah, the it's, it's validated you know yeah. so it's interesting huh. that people have such a resistance um resistance to it but it's so, just because they don't understand <laughs> it and, and then what will happen is that people that understand it that don't want you to use it will just use you know say hey it's 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 on a computer it's on your phone it can be hacked there's the to answer your question without being like, um, I'm just going to answer it bluntly. Yeah, go for it. Your wallet and your exchanges are never not going to be unhackable. Mm-hmm. There's always going to be a way to hack it. Right. No matter what you do. Right. So there's, there's only ways. There's like, you're only as good as things. You know, you're only as good as the security that you have now because someone will figure out a way to get it. Oh, I right. mean. Like it's just they'll pivot the way they steal your money somehow through some sort of vulnerability that you didn't know existed until it happened. But then after vulnerability has been, um, you know, shown, you'll it'll become even more secure. So then then let me go ahead. No, I was going to say. So then let me ask the question this way for Frank and folks like Frank who are uh, becoming informed of of cryptocurrency. In this stage in the game, all right, April 2021, what is your take, an opinion, obviously, you know, what is your take on the state of security with crypto now? Because Frank, like many, are ready to invest. They're interested. They want to support the project. And there's natural fear, like, like you just said. What happens to my money? What is this? Can it be taken? I mean, everything's digital. And, you know, the fact that digital 
in the minds of many is a concept that is basically it doesn't exist it's not in our fingers it's not tangible um <clears throat> so at this stage in the game and i know it's come a long way since even i got in in 2017 but where we are now how do you feel with regards to blockchain security and and pro you know proceed you know things that are happening to make it more secure do you feel people can invest comfortably should they be worried what are your thoughts I mean, I think that, I mean, you should always, I mean, when you're putting, you know, money anywhere, but um, like Cliff said, I mean, anything can, can be hacked, you know? So, I mean, it's as, I mean, it's as, as safe an investment, I think, as, as anything that's out there. I mean, you just have to be cautious um, in terms of like storage and, and apps that are coming out. I, I, I mean, I think that it is getting better, but I think that's because as more people start to use it, you've got you know, more people developing things to, you know, to store, to transact, um, those kind of things. So I think it'll only get, you know, um, to address some of your concerns about like, you know, the time it takes to, you know, transfer and, uh, you know, sell and stuff. I mean, I as people, as more people use it, I think those technologies will come along, you know, with it. Um, and there'll but, be more, they'll, they'll start develop to start developing more and it'll get more smoothly just like with every anything like yeah. think about the first automobile it's uh, you know, <laughs> to today you know <laughs> right well, I mean, it's it's oh, go ahead like, cliff go ahead frank, frank well, like, you're gonna say something yeah like my question is this right you know like nowadays our banks right our account gets hacked our credit our car gets hacked we get the money right back instantly right yeah and for me, for a long time, I was very, you know, cash, 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 cash. I always had my bank account, but I kept not a whole lot in there. I would rather just pay everything cash. You got that safe so, under your bed, don't you? Got <laughs> that mattress money going, brother. <laughs> yes. You know, so. All your you listeners are going to come to your house now. Right? <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, well, nowadays I, it's not like that. Now I have in the bank because. You know the bank has you know whenever something's happened hey your money goes right back in with 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 these coins and these wallets you know again i haven't invested much and i haven't seen an issue with it but let's say yeah i i have a thousand three thousand five thousand so whatever is amount of money in there am i gonna get it right back or is it gone gone uh, that's a great question because I'm dealing yeah, with that right now. Question. I don't think we have a really, I don't think anyone can really give a good answer on that. No, I don't, I don't see a day. I don't see a day where you're going to see like a damn like FDIC, you know, to, to ensure your, your cryptocurrency. But that might be an answer to it is like some sort of, uh, of an insurance yeah. that you pay for. Yeah. Um, think, not yeah. that anyone really wants to buy more insurance, but right. Um, for for the time being, while the technology is still on the newer side of things, um, and different than like a bank, obviously that has that you know guarantee on your your money um, or a credit card, um, you know if it's I I think that depends too. Again, what kind of wallet you're using or where you where you're selling you know your coins. Like I think it's it's good to do. Um, like look into those and see like what kind of you know guarantees or assurances you know do they make um and if they don't maybe that's something that you know the community of people that you know needs to you know demand that that's something that 
that but i think too that'll that's something that'll come in time um you know uh to get people to feel more secure about putting their money there um because obviously nobody likes to lose money so um especially when you do the investing you're like getting all this joy from it going up and going yeah. down and all this <laughs> right. no, no, yeah. um but i mean as far as the blockchain i mean the money is safe on blockchain i'll i'm going to keep reiterating that because that's the most right. important part about cryptos is that it's built on blockchain mm -hmm. and for anyone to steal your money or be in on uh, to hack that thing, fifty-one percent of the people that ever that invest in it would need to be in on the scam, right? So, you know, there's a hundred people that are on that ledger and have the same ledger. Fifty-one of those people would all have to collude to make, uh, you know, some sort of a hack or whatever happen. And that's, I right. mean, there's just too many people. There's too many like, people. Yeah. In, in Bitcoin in particular, there's way too many people that to for that to ever happen because someone would notice it on the ledger and then other people would notice it on the ledger. So that security is safe. As long as your money is in your Bitcoin, it'll be safe. The right. exchanges and the, the wallet, wallet, you know, they're going to, Matt probably came up with a really good, you know, yeah. pretty good solution there is that, if they have some sort of uh, insurance or some sort of um, you know guarantee or whatever that you can call them on if you lose your money, uh, you know that's a that's a pivot in the business model right now. That maybe is maybe we just created it right there by just right. talking about and, it. And maybe what Carlos <laughs> is going through with because uh, you know litigation and stuff like that yeah. I, mm -hmm. that might <clears throat> cause companies if they you know if they're found guilty of you know. Um, you know, so, you know, then they might start to say, okay, well, you know, we got to start, you know, ensuring this so that we don't have this happen again to us. Um, yeah, I was, I was, I was going to bring back that example. Um, I mean, because crypto isn't backed by anything, Frank, <clears throat> as we speak, litigation, uh, not just in the financial sector, but among nations and how they, use and relate to the crypto that's all being born as we speak that's one of the reasons why investing in crypto is risky and it's volatile because all this stuff is happening on the fly as as we are talking right now and new zealand was a prime example uh the judge said that we had a right to our crypto because uh, I'm sure Cryptopia was like, well, it's not their coin. I mean, those weren't their wallets. And the judge was like, nope, it was. And they need to get their money back. And so, boom, another layer of legislation is born on how crypto is 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 in is is related to people and ownership and and all that stuff. So, but let, I, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna sugarcoat it, Frank. That that stuff happening is part of its volatility and part of the risk of investing. Again, uh, a lot of it does come down to I think, you know, do you believe in the? Do you believe in it? Do you believe where it's going to go and its possibilities or not? To me, as an investor, that's why you invest. I know we have a ton of people who are just trying to make a quick buck. I see it on my feed all day. Oh, throw your money here. Throw in three yeah. three initials. Like I said, pick any three letters and and invest. And I know a bunch of people don't even know what they're investing in. They're just throwing money at stuff, <clears throat> which kind of brings me to my next question. Um, we got like a little over 10 minutes, so I think it's a great way to end the show. Now that we've kind of elaborated on what it is, 
how it works, some of the things you can do to earn, some of the things you can do to support, security issues. Uh, at this point now, I think we can get into something a little more personal and just opinions. Uh, as we see, there's thousands of coins, and there are more coming out every month, <laughs> coin after coin after coin. Uh, and each coin, Frank, has its own purpose. One thing I do recommend is for every coin you think you want to invest in, there's this thing called a white paper. It describes what, they, what they're doing, how they're funded, what the coin stands for. They all have a website, things like that. So, gentlemen, uh, are there certain projects? Now, we don't need to get, you know, uh, personal on what you do or don't own and how much of none of that nonsense. But are there projects or coins that you favor out there and a few reasons as to why? Matt, you can go first. Um, I'm going to answer it too, by the way. I'm not just throwing you out there. Even I got my answer. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, I am not a, you know, a big investor, uh, okay. just not, not my thing. That's um, fine. All right. Fair. Um, and I am a little bit newer to the investment. Uh, I, I just got in on the Dogecoin stuff. Um, not that, <laughs> but Hey, you know what I bought, you know, I, I did I did something fun with it, right? You know, I yeah, got like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you know what? It's funny like, you say that. I got Doge like is, that's exactly what Doge worth. is for. Doge is I, actually a useless yeah. fun coin. Nothing. There's nothing in that coin has no purpose. Yeah, <laughs> it really doesn't. But for for the for the I don't know. I guess rookie investor. I don't mean to sound uh, insulting, but for the rookie investor, for the person who's trying to get into it, Doge is the perfect coin. It's just a fun coin to put your money in to see what happens. But truthfully, hey, within it, the name, it's a I meme got, coin. Yeah, it's it's a name coin, and and it's got a lot of um, you know Elon Musk back back, right, back right. This, so which is always nice, people. right? <laughs> yeah, but like yeah, you know, I got two. I got I bought a whole bunch of shares at two cents. You know, yeah, and, exactly. And, and I've, I've just let I just let it sit there for over a month. Uh, you know, month and or you're so. You're up to six cents now. And I'm up to and six cents that, now, yeah. and that that's a good return on investment. And, yeah. You know, like <laughs> and and just today I was looking at it. and I was like, wow, it's I think it's finally going to sit at six cents and stay at six cents. And it goes up to it's gone up to eight. And I've been mm -hmm. thinking after we had this conversation, I've been thinking about like the next time it spikes, maybe take the money out and then reinvest it. At a lower yeah. level, but what you're telling me probably not the um, wisest thing to do to try it's to not, exchange it's not, it. It's not so much wise. I mean, because at the end of the day, Doge gets well, a ton of publicity, so it's not a bad idea. It does. I, I just think I'll from a what, practical perspective, it's it's really, to my knowledge, I have not heard of anything useful come from the Doge camp. It's just a coin that was made from a meme, and it took off. Yeah. Which I guess, if anything, shows you the versatility of cryptocurrency. Instead of having yeah, a few I mean, presidents well, on paper, hell, we have a dog and a coin. <laughs> so. hey, you know, it's, um, it, it makes me think when you talk about investing in, in, you know, different coins and stuff, you know, I mean, it's it's no different than, you know, if you invest in the stock market, you know, I mean, based on, you know, what you believe in a company or, right, right. you know, what they're doing. And sometimes, you know, I mean, you can get, you can get taken there, um, you know, if, if you know, uh, I mean, there's been lots of, you know, companies that have risen to, you know, billion dollar valuations only right. to come crashing down, you know, because right. they're backed by nothing. So I think the interesting thing about crypto, though, going forward is 
you're not just investing in a coin or a project on its future and its practicality, but you have to apply that logic to the blockchain. Like, okay, not only are these people trying to do X, Y, Z with this, right. but will that work with the blockchain? Will that be a good thing? Stuff like that. So, <clears throat> I mean, yeah, there are similarities to, to the market, to the regular Forex market, but I think there's an extra caveat here in the fact that, we're dealing with blockchain now and i think the practicality of the blockchain applied to concept x is that going to work is that a good idea is that something you want to risk your money in and and uh, that's a good way to look at it carlos i know you're all about tron you've been singing tron oh, forever on, on. <laughs> but going, going going back to the point going back to the point of the fact that this um you know crypto is still in its baby phase or whatnot oh yeah i mean that to me not having all these insurances and things that that might come about at some point. That's part of what makes it exciting to invest in it because we're at True. the cusp of it and it's only going to grow. I mean, it, this is, I could actually see the end of pretty close to the end of money. I don't know if our, in, in our lifetime, but it's going to come. Yeah, no, it definitely happen. will. And, yeah, and, especially like, you know, in this country where we use it like a Xerox machine, just, 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 yeah, just more money. It, 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 it's got to stop at some point. So, yeah. So, Carlos, let me ask you a question. Maybe you can enlighten your brother a little bit here. What is your, why do you, and this is kind of, I'm, uh, I'm trying to get into the concept of coin. And like I said, Frank, I'll give you some of my coins too, just based on my rationale. Why do you support Tron so much? <clears throat> Man, I look at coinmarketcap.com every freaking day and it's just, I mean, I bought in at like four cents. Now it's at 11, 17, 12. Or 12? Yeah, uh, it's gone it, up. It went up. It's a it went, it went up to like 16. Uh, like I said, I'm a member of some of these platforms. I do Binance as well. I've got some Bitcoin. That Binance is, that stuff is, those BNB tokens, mm -hmm. BNB yeah. are beautiful tokens, man. And they've got, those have gone up like 250 yeah. bucks in the last. Yeah, they're like 400 something month. dollars now. Ridiculous. It was, it was literally a month ago, 250 now, bucks. Now, BNB, Frank, so you understand this is what I mean by concept. BNB is an actual exchange, and exchanges yep. themselves are coming up with, with coins. So if people find value in the exchange, they're going to find value in the coin, and BNB is taken off. But that's just one concept out of many. And you, you, then what I just said a few minutes ago, well, how does the, how does the exchange uh, apply to blockchain? Are you kidding me? Uh, our taxes are, are, are coming from that. Like the entire thing, everything we do will be will be tracked on a blockchain that BNB is using from its exchange. So that's the kind of A, B plus, you know, A plus B equals C type deal that we're dealing with when it comes to logic on investing in coins. So right. for me, for example, Frank, <clears throat> I'll give you I'll give you three coins that uh, I invest in and my reasons for why, just so you can see the thought process of investing in crypto. Uh, the first thing I like is a coin that is its own network. Carlos yep. mentioned earlier uh, Ethereum, right? Ethereum is it's it's a network, and a lot of networks are born from it, right? And you have these coins like like ERC twenty coins, which are a cancer because they have <laughs> massive gas fees. Yep. <laughs> and even even if you make money, you can make $100 from this coin. They're going to ask you for you to move that coin to this place, you need to give up 50 more dollars. And I'm like garbage. To me that is that is awful. So, there are coins out there though that are their own their own blockchain, their own platform and they allow other coins to be born from their platform. 
So in my sense, I say, you know what? I'm going to invest in that network, in that blockchain, because it has the power to produce other coins and how they run it <clears throat> may be a good thing. So one coin, for example, is Decred, DCR. Decred is a coin that is designed to be controlled by its owners. They, the, yeah. uh, the people who own it, they vote on it. Those votes produce coins. It's almost like their version of mining. And to me, when I hear that, I hear true decentralization. Nobody messes with Decred except the people who own it. You can't get more decentralized than that. I'll put money into that. See what I mean? Yeah. Another coin I like is Siacoin. Siacoin is a cloud-based coin. We were just talking about storage. So imagine a coin based on storage using blockchain. Right now, you can get that coin for two cents. Buy a bunch, put it away, and don't look at it for 10 years. <laughs> That's just my thing. I'm not, nope, this is not financial advice, anybody, by the way. Uh, but I believe in that. Like, okay, cool. Like, we're dealing with a coin that is building a network for cloud storage and 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 using it with blockchain technology i'm in i'm in uh and the last one i want to mention would be nem xem that coin actually got hacked so people kind of look at that like yeah <laughs> but here's the thing with nem that has always been there from day one when i first used it it is the fastest coin i've ever used like i tell you when you move a coin from exchange to wallet or from wallet to app Honestly, the average wait time is five to 10 minutes yep. on almost every coin. NEM, it's in seconds. I can hit send, and then on my TV, I'll hear, ding, it's there. And I said, okay, something within the technology of that coin and its speed is going to eventually be used or make waves elsewhere. I'm going to invest in it because one thing crypto desperately needs is speed. So- Frank, yeah. that's 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 just three examples of coins that I think are good coins and why I think they're good coins. And when you, Frank, start to do your research on where you want to put your money, look into what the coin is, look into um, whether it was forked or if it comes from another coin or if it's its own coin or its own network, see what they're trying to do with it. And then you decide if you feel it's a worthy investment. But that's just my two cents. You guys, any comments on that, by the way? Yeah, I mean, um, so we, uh, so me and Matt, how we met, we studied disruption, right, uh, in our master's course, right? So, right. Uh, you know, it was a marketing course based off, off of d digital innovation. So um, the stuff that you're talking about right now, as far as, you know, the one coin that's you know, super speedy. That's the kind of stuff that you want to like get in on early. And then Absolutely. you want to, you want to watch them and make sure that they're continuing to be to developed. Yeah. That's right? another thing. So right now they're already a disruptor, right? Right. And <clears throat> they are, they are ahead of the game. And as long as they stay ahead of the game and you know, easy way to conceptualize this is Netflix. Like Netflix has been around for 10, 15 years. They disrupted the entire movie rental business. They're disrupting the movie industry right now. And people are freaking out about, you know, Disney Plus and uh, HBO Max and all those other comp you know, companies coming in and and trying to do what they do. My 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 when someone talks to me about that, I'm always like, well, Netflix has been doing this for 15 plus years. They know the you know, they have the special sauce. They have 
15 years of data that they can use and look at and make sure that they continue to be a disruptor in the market. So, right. you know, same thing, same theories apply here. You yeah. see disruption, you want to get behind the disruption. And if right. you see that the disruption is starting to fall off somewhere, then it might be, uh, might be time to make it, uh, you know, to change the coin that you're in. But if that co company continues to, to disrupt at a very high level, that's where you want to keep your investment. Right. right. And, and another good thing, Frank, and, and even though, Frank, I'm talking to you, when I'm talking to you, I'm talking to like right, the base investor. Uh, some of these apps, um, I know there's one I use in particular called uh, Blockfolio. Uh, that is just a like a ticker app. Like you list your coins, list how much you own, and it kind of just gives you a general reading. They constantly provide updates. So if honestly, like like Cliff just said, if you're sitting on a coin and you haven't heard from this coin in months or you know a year, you're asking yourself, where's the development team? What happened here? And coin starts what I call falling asleep. Pay attention. Maybe it's time to go. Little things like that, just like just like Forex, like, like what Matt said, what we were talking about with Matt earlier. It there are similarities to the regular stock market, but there aren't. And I think the biggest difference between regular trading and crypto trading is what we touched up on about 20 minutes ago, which is how laws are being applied to this kind of currency, the rights that people do or do not have to this currency if they do or do not lose money. That stuff is being born right now on the fly. Mm -hmm. uh, and that's why, that's probably one of the biggest reasons why the average coin right now is a quarter. You know, it's like, it's cheap because we still don't even know what's gonna happen with this technology. but. As things become solidified in our rights and our and uh, the possibilities of the coin, it's it, the value is going to go up. And like Cliff said, there's no avoiding the fact that currency is on its way to being digitized. So it's just a matter of picking the right coin and and the right uh, <clears throat> technology. And that depends on what you like and what you think is going to be useful when it comes to crypto. So yeah, the I'm no expert, but that's just that's just the way I've rationalized this concept since I got in in 2017. <laughs> so I, I, w I would like to expand a little bit on that government part. Um, yeah. As far as the laws are concerned, you, you just got to pay attention to not just local law and United States law. You oh, should no, pay attention. Mm -hmm. You, you got to yeah, pay attention across the world because, um, you know, that ruling in New Zealand could have yep. an effect here. Like with everything um you know because we're marketers so you know gdpr is a, a data privacy law that went into effect in europe but it affects almost every single website that's developed and used in the united states so the same stuff could apply across seas you just got to be really <clears throat> mindful of paying attention to that yep yeah how do you guys feel about um smart contracts and are you invested in any smart contracts or anything like that i'm not but I, look we're, the both of us i would say <laughs> we're very uh into technology as far as technology is concerned and um okay. as w what i mean by that is like um anything that's digitized we believe in you know at, at some level i mean we haven't Put, put a lot of massive investment into Bitcoin ourselves personally yet. We understand the technology. I don't think it's going anywhere anytime soon. And right. I think, you know, anything that's being digitized now um, and maybe they haven't been digitized before, anything, 
coins, whatever it is. Invest in that type of stuff because they're going to be ahead of the game eventually. <clears throat> you know, like who knew we were going to be so heavily on Zoom like a year ago? No one. I mean, Zoom was around or whatever streaming service you were using to do digital meetings. But, you know, there was a reason some of those lawmakers put some money into it right before um, <laughs> right before the, before they put all those lockdowns in. I mean, and that's why they don't like the ledger because we could see that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So any, anything that's trying to, to, to go from a physical form into a digital space, you got you got to take a look at that. And that's a good investment, you know, um, and if they're trying to get rid of their physical assets, that's an even better, uh, you know, investment because what what happens now is that something gets digitized and then um you know we'll go back to the netflix one because it's easy to conceptualize blockbuster was a thing blockbuster had a lot of overhead they had all these stores all over the united states and they had to pay you know rent and they had to pay all this stuff meanwhile netflix had one central warehouse that they were shipping things out of and then all of a sudden that that didn't even need to be an expense that they had all they had to do is is put it on you know digitally so um but then what happens sometimes is that these digital these digital companies um and you see this a lot with like malls and like fashion and, and clothing lines is that they'll start something online where it's maybe makeup related or clothing related and then uh the biggest part uh, about some of these digital things is that you know a jacket might look like it fits right and then you get it and it doesn't fit right so now there's there's a return to the physical space um whether that be like on a smaller side and that's probably it's going to happen with the coins too for a little period of time before everything goes completely digital right so you have to take your money out and you can still probably cash out that money and still have cash in hand if you wanted to. Um, but that's not going to be for around forever as long as more people start to learn it. And the other thing too, is that um, at the end, you know, people that don't understand it, the younger generations are going to understand this at a really high level. So we're kind of like, uh, it'll we're be at, more mainstream for them. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be something that they've lived with their entire lives. I mean, think about, um, you know, <clears throat> being behind a computer for my generation started like when I was in grade school. Right. Um, And for some of you guys, probably a little bit later than that. And now when a kid is born, they have a phone in front of them, you know, day one pictures taken. They're already on, you know, they're on Facebook. They're on, on Instagram. So everything is getting so digitized at a really high level, even from the beginning, but they don't know a world that where that doesn't exist. And the people that, don't understand this they're going to start to die off one day um and you know they're gonna it's just there's going to be turnover at at some level so not to be like a grim or anything like that but no 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 actually you bring up an interesting point so the point frank is uh what what cliff is basically saying to you and, and 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 we're all kind of saying is right now man right now 2021 Crypto is like in its infancy, and this is a technology that we're all just beginning to understand. By the time we're older, or we've we've passed on to the great beyond, and our kids are are, are they're gonna have crypto up their noses? It's gonna be like all over the place. But think well, about think about think about it though. Think about it though. You're investing in it now, like right now. 
you can't imagine the value of whatever you're investing in right now is going to be in 30 years. Right. This is all infant technology. You hit the right, you hit the right coins and they and their technologies take off, dude. I mean, th there's so much potential, but yes, back to your original concern, Frank, in this stage in the game, it's risky and it is volatile. Yeah. There's no question Thanks. about it. So, Frank, I mean, I'm going to I'm going to let you close the show out since you made me do this, but <laughs> it's good. I hope you've learned a few things, Frank, and I definitely want to hear your thoughts before we uh before we close the show out. So, um uh Frank, at the end of the day, man, I, I as your friend will tell you it's it's a great time to invest, but I will mm -hmm. stress to you to do your homework on any coin. Don't just go on Facebook. All you're going to see is a bunch of acronyms and ad and, oh. and letters. And just no, right. dead, dead. it's it's it don't don't <laughs> don't oh Thanks. Jesus wow <laughs> oh <laughs> wow the loving that's family that's they power. have I tell you you know that's that I mean there power. has to be you know I bet you she said the same truck. thing about me when we were in class together she's like I hope he dies soon you know what um Carlos my brother thank you Cliff Matt thanks for being on the show today um, well, thanks for having us. Guys, they appreciate oh, it. Yeah. It was a great, great show, man. Honestly. Great show. Thank, thank you guys. Cause uh, you know, very, very good. Um, yeah, I um, I did learn a, th a thing or two. So yeah, you know, the main thing, you. Frank, I'll tell you is just whatever coin you are interested in, or what you know, whatever concept you hear about, or whatever concept you're interested in. Like if you're interested in healthcare, for example, there's coins related to healthcare in the blockchain. Do your research on which coins are good for what. And if you think it's worth the investment, man, put a little money into it. Perfect. Rule number one, though, I'll tell you this before we go. Last show, last rule, last line, and this is the most important thing when investing into crypto. You ready? Ready. Only invest what you're willing to lose. To lose. Yeah, mm -hmm. you know, I, I have heard that. Only invest what you're willing to lose. I don't give financial advice, but that line, when it comes to crypto and investment, that's law. <laughs> yes, Only invest willing to lose that's all i got to say to you brother hey look with that being said again <clears throat> thank you to our guests i did learn a couple things here a couple things there you gotta you know you have to do research oh yeah you know whether it's yeah. me whether it's our audience you know my sister kind of says it right it's a little bit like gambling we're gonna die you soon. know so <laughs> you, you have to use you know invest money that you're willing to lose right you know yeah. Have I invested in some coins? Yes, I have. Do I know what I do? I know what, what I was investing in? No, I did not. But now you know how to approach you know, it. I think exactly. That's you know how to approach it. Out of my mouth. That's pretty much. I I know what what I'm looking for now. What I want to invest in now, or just do research and on what you're going to invest in. You know, absolutely. Absolutely. Sometimes you're gonna make money, sometimes you're gonna lose money. You know, I've seen know it both happen, pull out. Exactly. <laughs> you gotta know you gotta know when to pull out also. Yep. You know, so you with do. that being said, you know what? The model that we always go by here, you know what? We're two friends, we're speaking. This this week we went off on something totally different that I thought that I but it's important. I think it's good and I think it's beneficial for people, <clears throat> not just for, for, for the purposes of making money, uh, but for the future. I mean, this is technology that's right. going to affect our kids and our grandkids. And so 
We are blessed to be living in a time where we get to invest in its infancy. It's risky, but sure, you know, if you feel it's worth the risk, again, my rule, anything that takes away power from big institutions and government, I'm good. So uh, <clears throat> by all means, man, this is a great time to, to, to get into it. Just do your research. Do your research and invest what you're willing to lose. That's it. Exactly. <laughs> Remember, uh, guys, share this, like it, share it with somebody you think that needs it, share it with somebody you don't think that needs it. Just share it anyways. Remember, speaking it real, we're brought to you by Clovercrest Media. Come check us out. Bye, Liz. CMG Podcast, clovercrestmedia.com. Uh, you might not agree with what we're speaking. You might agree with what we're speaking. But at the end of the day, Carlos and I will always be speaking it real. We'll see you guys next Friday. At see night. you next Friday, everybody. Hi, my name is Zach LaPlante. Have you ever imagined about starting your own podcast or radio show to voice your opinion and share your passions with others? You think to yourself, how would I even start something like that? I don't have any equipment or any experience whatsoever. Well, look no further. The folks at Clovercrest Media got you covered. Clovercrest Media Group is home to over 30 individual podcasts. Like Divide We Stand, I'll Piss You Off Shortly, Speaking It Real, and so much more. At Clovercrest, our sound engineers only believe in the best sounding audio quality, and their expertise will make your podcast sound professional and pleasing to your viewers. As a media group, we are obliged to every type of media available, including, but not limited to, video, audio, photography, and digital media marketing, as well as live streaming, and so much more. As we say here at CMG, the harder we work, the luckier we'll get. To jumpstart your podcast or program, go to clovercrestmedia.com and get to recording today.